friends. Welcome to Foggy Oak Fairy Tales, a stories podcast for all ages, where we tell farm stories from real life happenings on Foggy Oak Farm, as well as fantasy tales to spark both learning and imagination. I'm so glad you're here. Hi, friends. This week, we have a crossover episode with Ishara's Reading Podcast. Ishara is a second grader who has her own reading podcast. Each episode, she selects a children's book to read and conducts an interview with the author and illustrator. I was delighted to join her to talk about my book, Ruth on the Roof, which is about our kitten, Ruth. She loves to climb, but one day she climbs all the way onto the roof and can't remember how to get down. Ruth learns that pushing through your fear to do something hard can make you stronger. With the support of her human family, Ruth finds that she can get help when she needs it, and she can help herself too. Let's join Ishara now. Hi, welcome to the Ishara Reading Podcast, and I'm Ishara. Today is Season 2, Episode 4. Some of you may know that I worked with Miss Nadia, who works with Kids Need Mentors group. I read to Mrs. S's class. I read Mixed, a colorful story written and illustrated by Ari Chung. If you want to listen to it, I also read this book on Season 1, Episode 3. I also gave a DNA lesson using my 3D model I got from Dr. Eric Green. Then that gave me an idea. Bring a light bulb showed up. I asked if I could talk. I could write to Dr. Eric Green. And he answered. He sent it to his department, to one of the people who works into his department, Miss Sarah. And she answered it. And she asked me to give the address to Mrs. S's class so I could send DNA origami worksheets. Everyone in Mrs. S's class, you're going to get a DNA origami worksheet. And by the way, the instructions come with. That's amazing, but the other big news that they also asked, if I could do a science project with them. I'm going to do a project with the NIH, National Institutes of Health. That's so cool. That's all the news for today. We also have another very special guest with us. Miss Claire Kennel Gilbert. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Ashara. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to meet you and great to be on the podcast. You're welcome. She is the writer and illustrator of the book Roof on the Roof. Miss Claire, shall we get on with these questions? That sounds wonderful. So, the first so my first question is, seeing roof on the roof makes my tongue twirl and twist. Why did you choose to name the main character, the kitten, Roof, Roof? 
That's a great question. It is kind of a tongue twister, which I think is a little fun, but that's also her real name. So we have a farm, and on the farm, we really have a black and white kitten named Ruth who really does get up on the roof and all kinds of other places. So it's a tongue twister, and it's alliterative, which means you get those like multiple R sounds, but it's also her real name. So it's kind of fun how that worked out. Oh, so how cool is that? That so it is so Ruth is actually real? Yeah, she sure is. She and she really does climb all over the place. So the book is illustrated based on pictures of things that Ruth really does all the time. Oh so that does that mean you have the white farmhouse accent? Exactly. She So she likes to find lots of different places to climb. And one day, this kitten really did show up on the roof. And the kids might die. So I have two daughters. And they ran up to me and told me, Ruth is on the roof. How do we get her down? So it's a real thing that she likes to do. And we've mostly gotten used to it by now. But at first, it was very surprising. <laughs> well, I know one thing. Cats could fall from any height and they could be okay. But this time it's not a full-grown cat. It's a kitten. So probably it was too scared. So Yes, I think jump. you're right. She was scared at first. And it's a kit- kittens aren't full-grown cats. So you're she exactly. still are developing the traits of a full-grown cat. Yes, I think she's learned better now that she's grown up. That that shows she's a lot more safe. Yes, I think so. She's learned if she wants to climb up somewhere, she has to have a plan for getting back down. And now that she's grown up, she's able to do that on her own a lot more successfully. Phew, that's good for the cat. So my second question is, I'm always making up characters and pretending with my mom and dad and family. In the beginning of the book, you dedicated it to your family and Craig. So I'm very curious who he is, by the way. Oh, that's a good question. He is a co-worker. So I am a, a writer and I have Foggy Oak Fairy Tales, which is a podcast of children's stories. And then my, my job, my normal job, is consulting. And one of my coworkers said, I think you have a book in you. And so this is my first book, and I dedicated it to him because he had confidence in me that I would be able to write a book. I was just curious about him. Yeah. But my actual question is, when you were a little girl, who was your favorite character you created, and what was the story? Like when I was using my imagination? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I also like to make up a lot of things with my family and and imagine different things. So one of the things I really liked to do when I was a kid was pretend I was a mermaid. And I'm not (laughs) sure if I gave myself a name or not. But anytime we would go somewhere with a pool, I would swim back and forth and back and forth, pretending I was a mermaid under the sea. <laughs> oh. What, what about you, Ashara? What do you like to pretend to be? 
I you know some cartoons. I like to pretend in the cartoon. I make up my own character and put it in the cartoon. Oh, that's so fun! I love that. I just pretend my mom or my dad. My mom's at morning. My dad's at night. I pretend twice, or maybe that's three. really fun. Or maybe three times if it's a car. Yeah, sometimes in the car you do need to have a lot of imagination, don't you? <laughs> yes. So, my third question is, I love that Ruth did not give up. She was determined to conquer her fear. What challenges did you face as a little kid, and how did you overcome them? Oh, well, so one challenge I had when I was a little kid is I am left-handed, which means I write with my left hand. and my handwriting is a little bit messy as a result. So when you're left-handed, you kind of drag your hand across the page sometimes, and it can smear your writing. Have you seen that before? Oh, my mom is left-handed. Well, there you go. So you know. Now, she might have much better handwriting than me, and I will tell you, my handwriting is still very messy, but I learned by working hard to make it a little more legible and to not smear it quite as much. But it took a lot of practice with my teachers to help me get to the point where I could write legibly. Well, the thing is, there's a special trait that is very rare in people, and I actually have it. Oh, what's that? Writing? You could write with both hands. You are ambidextrous? Yes. That is so cool. How so... Did you just know how to do that naturally, or do you practice? Naturally. I, well, I don't usually use the left hand, so I'm a little better at the right. But mm-hmm. if I if I have an injury on this hand, I just take the risk. And, and you can do both. That is such a great skill to have. Yeah, you never know when you might need to use your other hand. It's also very handy just in case of what happens. Yes, absolutely. I am jealous. That is a really neat thing to be able to do. Thank you. It's a blessing by God. (laughs) It sure is. So, I have a follow-up with that. Sure. I'm always at the ice rink skating with older kids. I'm an ice skater, by the way. It can be scary, but I am brave and I face my fear. What advice would you give kids who are facing their fears? Well, one thing I want to let you know about that a lot of people are afraid of, but I am actually not, that I love to do. Zip lining. People think yeah. it's so, so many people are so scared of it because it's high, but I'm actually not. I think zip lining is really fun. We have a little one in our backyard, and my daughters like it a lot, too. But, you know, the first time you do it, it can be scary for some kids. Some kids love it right away. But one of my daughters did find it scary at first. And I think just like in the book, you can get help from your family and friends when you're scared of something or you're having trouble. And once you've done something hard, you can remember, take a minute, take a breath, Think about the fact that you've done this before and that people you trust are telling you you can do it and try again. And that can really help. Just like Ruth in the book, she has to think about, I've done this before. 
I know how to get down. I can do it. And she gets encouragement so that she can do it. And I think that's what a lot of us need to do when we're dealing with something we're scared of or that's hard. Well, the best way to do it is through practice. You're so right. Yeah, so some people say practice makes perfect, but I don't believe in perfect. I believe in better. I don't yeah. believe, I don't really believe that, oh, perfect, perfect, that word, I don't believe in it. I just One believe, of my daughter's teachers says, practice makes progress, and I really like that. And that is the, and that is the phrase I could agree with. with yeah. Because I totally agree. We don't need to strive for perfect. We just need to do better every time. And that is true. How long have you been ice skating, Ashara? Is that a pretty fun thing to do? Amazing thing, but sometimes the axle jump could get a little big. Like mm. the, it's the hardest jump, so I have to practice it a lot. But really, it's very fun to do, just to see yourself twirl and twirl and twirl and twirl in the air. That's amazing that you're doing jumps. Thank you. I have a very good teacher. That makes a big difference, too. And I also, about that question about how long have I been skating, three years. Wow. And I'm seven years old. So since you were little... So that's a really long time, and it lets you get really good and strong at ice skating, which is amazing. Which is very fun. I also love interpreting music. Oh, that does sound fun. Now, this is the last question before we have to wrap up this interview. All right. What is the most interesting thing about living on a farm? Because I've never lived on a farm. Oh, well, there are lots of interesting things about being on a farm. So we have sheep and ducks and goats and chickens and cats and dogs. I think, you know, that means that every day something different is happening and the animals are always very funny. So you're always surprised by something. So, for example, one of the fun things that happened recently is our dog had puppies. So last spring we raised eight puppies, which we had never done before. And that was really fun. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of puppies. And they're big puppies. So the parents are both up over 100 pounds. So they're big dogs. So you can imagine those puppies got big fast. So we had a lot of fun raising them. And there's always something like that on a farm. They sound cute. They were super cute. We still have two of them. Then what happened to the other six? Yeah, well, so as much as so both of my daughters thought we should keep all eight puppies, of course, and that would have given us 11 giant dogs on the farm. And we thought that was probably too many dogs. So we found really good homes with friends and family for the other puppies. And a lot of them still come back for visits to see their mom and dad and their brothers, which is fun. Aw. Aw, that's very heart-touching and heartwarming. My heart's literally melting. Oh, well, thank you. They are very sweet and fun. <laughs> thank you for joining us with this interview with Miss Claire. Keep listening because I'm also going to read Roof on the Roof that she illustrated and wrote. And Miss Claire, it was an awesome time 
getting to talk with you. And I never knew, I never would have guessed Ruth was a real cat. Not just a character. And also, those little puppies must be very adorable. And I'm saying hi to your amazing daughters. Thank you for joining us. Thank you very much for having me, Ashara. This was so fun. You're welcome. That was such an amazing interview with Miss Claire. Let's read Roof on the Roof. And this time, there's something special. We are reading in the Brooklyn Public Library. Can you believe it? I'm in Brooklyn. So we're inside the Brooklyn Public Library, and we're reading my favorite book, Roof on the Roof. So when you open up the book, you meet Ruth, the main character. It's a kitten. Huh? How cute! It's black and white on a farm in. Blue Ridge Mountains lived a small black and white kitten named Ruth. Ruth loved to climb. She climbed the fences. Oh, she climbed the black locust trees. She even climbed to the loft of the big red barn to jump on the hay bales. One day, she climbed onto the roof of the white farmhouse. But when she looked over the edge to climb to the ground, it was too much. It was too high. Ruth forgot how she had gotten up, and she. Did not know how to get down. Oh no! Oh no! She ran across the roof, pumping, pumping, running, running, trying to think of ideas until she came to a window on the other side. Let me in! Let me in! Ruth cried. Meow! Let me in! Meow! Let me in! Meow! Ruth's little girl opened up the window. Ruth on the roof! She exclaimed. Ruth jumped in. She heard she was safe. But Ruth did not give up. She decided to try again. She went back to the. Red bud tree by the farmhouse. She, I like how determined she is. She walked across its long branches. She jumped onto the black roof, but then, meow! It was too much. It was too high. This time, she leaned over the ledge towards. Ground and waited. Help me, me! Help! The little girl heard her cries and saw the kitten high above the ground. Roof on the roof again! She proclaimed. Again, the little girl called to her. Roof, take 
it a little at a time. Find the tree, climb down. You know how to do this. She heard her and took a breath. She remembered. She slunk back to the tree. She jumped onto the long branch. She crept down the trunk. The little girl met her on the trunk and cheered her. Ruth, her. She had done it. Maybe soon I'll be ready for one of those mountains, or at least a little bit of one. She thought. After all, now she was Ruth on the roof. The end. I liked in the story that she was determined, not willing to give up and let down. And back down after she remembered then how to do it and took it slow. She did it, and maybe a kid shouldn't climb a mountain. I have no idea. But if her family goes on a climbing trip, maybe she gets to do it. So remember this book and how Ruth was determined as a kitten. So this book teaches you about determination. Courage, so that helps you. If you want to just be determined to do whatever is giving you a problem, try again as many times as you need to to get it right. Practice it more and more and more so it, you get it right later in life. So hope you like this episode of the Shars Reading Podcast. Don't forget to like, review, and smash that subscribe button. Bye-bye! Remember, you're part of the story, too. What did you think of this story? What did you imagine when you were listening? We'd love to hear your part of the story. If you and your grown-up want, you can share your thoughts or a picture you drew with our Foggy Oak podcast family. You might find it easiest to share with us on Facebook, at Foggy Oak Farm. But we have lots of options on our website, foggyoakfairytales.com. You can also check out pictures from the farm and learn more about us. Thanks for being part of the story, and I hope you'll join us next week.